Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I want to talk about something that's more B2B, business to business, something that is really applied in a complex sale. But again, if you're in B2C, why not hang out and listen in? Now, I want to give you this model. You may have heard of this model. I just thought, you know, I I came across it the other day and I go, you know, not many people really use this model anymore, but I think it's still valid in terms of qualifying. That's the key word in terms of qualifying a client or a buyer. Now, you may have heard the acronym BANT. That's B A. N-T, B-A-N-T, and that stands for budget, authority, need, and then timing. Now, I've always loved that acronym, one, it's easy to remember, right? BANT, it's easy to remember. But I also like it because as you're talking to clients, as you're qualifying new leads, new prospects, I always have the BANT model in the back of my mind. Let's walk through it. The B stands for budget. Does this customer have the money? Do they have the budget? In a complex sale, what we're thinking is, do they have money allocated for a product or service that I offer? In other words, do they have the money okayed, you know, signed off on actually spending the money? So that's something when I'm talking to a client, I said, do they first understand the number? And if they do understand the number or or what the budget's going to be, do they have the money or the money allocated to actually buy my product or service? So that's the B. A is authority. Now, this gets back to when we're talking to somebody, what we want to do is talk to a decision maker, right? Somebody who can actually pull the trigger. Now, studies have shown that today it takes about seven people to sign off on a deal, right? And again, a B2B complex sale on a deal, on average, seven people. Seven years ago, it was about five people. Today is about, again, you look at seven, some even say eight, So whatever the number is, it's more than two or three. So that means finding the authority is almost like finding a needle in a haystack because there's more than one person involved. So one of the things we have to do in a complex sale is understand who are the decision makers and who are the influencers. So when I'm talking to a client, a prospect, one, is this person a decision maker or influencer, right? Is this person, does this person have some authority? So again, I have that in mind all the time, and I want to mentally check that box off when I'm talking to that client. Now, need. Do they need my product or service? Do they need it? In other words, I could talk about my product or service, but if there is no need, and now you've heard my past podcast where I talk about you have to create the sense of urgency. If there is no need, guess what? They're not going to buy. Even if they have the budget and I'm talking to the person who's an authority can make a decision, if there is no need, then guess what? They're not going to make a buying decision. The last one in the BANT model is timing. When are they thinking about making a decision? to either buy a product or service that I offer. Now, this is important because this gets back to what I just mentioned, level of urgency. Is there enough pain to motivate them to want to do this, to actually take action? Now, so when you look at the model, budget, authority, need, timing, bant, the way I have this model in my head is I focus on the NT first. Do they have the need? Does this client have the need for my product or service? And even if they have the need, 
Is there a level of pain there that makes them want to make the buying decision? Because that N, need, will then also confirm timing. Because if something is going wrong and you need to fix something, there's going to be that urgency. So the timeliness is going to be there. In other words, they're going to want to do this not next year, not next quarter, maybe next month. Okay, so I always start with the need and then I move over to timing. Now, how can you use this? When you use this model, what I want you to do is imagine yourself, you're in a room with one person, one decision maker or influencer, or maybe you're in a room with a group of people, right? Let's say you're doing a presentation, again, B2B scenario, complex sale. So you're in a room with a bunch of people. In your mind, I want you to visualize you're doing a presentation, five to 10 people in the room, let's just say that. Now I want you to think about, in your mind, I always want you to have are the people in this room, around this table, are they decision makers? If they are, who are the decision makers at this table? And who are the influencers, right? Decision makers can make a decision. Influencers can actually influence the decision makers. And sometimes it's a, our ability to ask questions during the presentation that will tell us whether that's a decision maker, influencer, or none of the above. But also, if they're asking questions, maybe the quality of the questions will tell you if you're talking to somebody who's a decision maker or an influencer. Again, so you gotta be very aware. So I want your antennas to be up when we're talking to people. Now, in that presentation, one of the things we wanna talk about is obviously money, budget, right? What is this gonna cost? Let's say that we understand that there's a need, right? There's a need, there's a sense of urgency, we frame the problem so they go, yep, that's our problem, Victor. We need to solve the problem. So my next question is, when is the timing? Right, timing is about creating urgency, which I'll do in the presentation. I'll tell them why they need to do it. But then, now my mind shifts. There's a need, they wanna do it, they wanna execute. Now, do they have the budget? Do they understand what this costs? See, sometimes a customer doesn't know what something's gonna cost. And in my videos, in my past videos, I've shared with you that one of the things you wanna do is introduce pricing early in the presentation. Let me say it again, this is important. One of the things you wanna do is introduce pricing early into the conversation. You don't wanna do a one hour presentation and at the, let's say minute 45 or 55, drop price, right? It's not enough time for them to socialize. Let me use that word again. It's not enough time for them to socialize the price in their head. What do I mean by that? When you drop price early in the conversation, let's say in the 15, 20 minute mark, right? I've, I've created the problem, I framed it, now I'm talking about my problems and I didn't drop the pricing frame. By pricing frame I can do, on average, the problem you're trying to solve is gonna cost this much. That's one way of dropping price. That's called anchor pricing. Drop an anchor, right? Give them a price. Or my favorite technique is, look, based on what I'm hearing, based on what I think you need, it's gonna be between this and this. Now I frame the price. Now the customer's obviously thinking, hey, I hope it's towards the other end, the lower end of that spectrum. I get that. But I want to go back to this, that by actually presenting price, I like to use framing. By framing the pricing, one of the things I always do is watch for reaction. You know, I really look and watch and gauge reaction when I drop the frame. And then immediately, you can tell based on pricing, if you're observing quickly, you can tell 
People who are just going to nod their head or maybe just put their heads down or look down at their paper. People who put their head down, look at their paper, guess what? Not a decision maker. People who look you dead in the eye and then ask you a question about pricing, now you're talking to a decision maker. You're talking to a person of authority. Now, so back to the model. Anytime you're doing a presentation, anytime you're talking to a group and you're trying to convince them, keep in mind, budget, authority, need, timing. Focus on the need. How does your product solve a need that they have? Figure out how urgent that need is. That's the timing piece. Don't be afraid to drop price early in the presentation to get some type of budgeting framework going. You know, are you in or out of their frame? And then look for authority. Look for people who are going to ask you questions, more specific questions, because they want to know more. And again, if you've done this right, if you framed it right, you'll know who in that room is a decision maker. Anyway, that's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform. You know the deal, the Sales Mastery Academy. Over 25 courses, 300 videos, my 12 books. And if you're serious, I mean, if you're serious about increasing your sales ability, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. That's salesmasteryacademy.us. I made it so affordable that anybody can afford to be part of the academy. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi. I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me, and it's always about them.